Well, another fantastic weekend of World Cup action. The Aussies beat the English and India simply awesome again last night. We're going to talk about that, but we're also going to look ahead uh, to the Test Summer with our next next guest, of course. It's Australian cricket legend, Fox Cricket commentator. Now, catch every game of the 2023 ICC Cricket World Cup live and ad-free on Foxtel and KO. Of course, I'm talking about Adam Gilchrist. Uh, morning, Gilly. Yeah, good morning, Jules. How are you? Good to chat. There's uh, plenty going on, hey, around the cricketing landscape. Absolutely heaps. We're going to get stuck into the World Cup very shortly because it was another uh, great weekend of action uh, over in India today. But you're teaming up with your old mate Justin Langer today to launch the West Test at Perth Stadium. Uh, What's this all about? Yeah, that's exactly right. It's just, um, oh, really just trying to make sure that we we keep uh perth and, and western australia on the on the map in amongst um what what can be perceived as busy summer schedules uh there's a few iconic test matches around that have been in the landscape for a long long time boxing day straight away comes to mind the sydney new year's test and even adelaide uh to an extent in a, a shorter history has had the day night test matches although I don't think that's happening this summer but um but certainly there's been some iconic Perth test matches over the years and obviously going back through the history at the Wacker, uh, now with the, the this state-of-the-art amazing uh, venue that is Perth Stadium uh, that has played host to some already iconic moments, but probably more so in short version cricket. And we, who can forget you know, the, the, the thriller in the Big Bash final um, at the end of last season where the Perth Scorchers got up. But, um, but the test cricket... Um, at, at Perth Stadium is is building its own little bit of history and uh, so going to be called now the, the, the West Test and uh, not only that, um, this year there's going to be, you know, in a world of big stadiums and a lot <laughs> of um, seated areas where we're, we're recreating a few iconic features that, that were always uh, apparent at the Wacker and have been around other cricket grounds the world, around the world but the good grass embankment, the hill, the good old-fashioned hill so that in amongst the um, all the modern cons and, and comforts of a of a brilliant stadium that is Perth Stadium uh, for the Test match, there's going to be a, a hill reinstated or not well, not reinstated but put in uh, at one section of the ground so you can get around there and um, kick back on the grass under an umbrella or get the kids with the bat and the ball out and just relax and and take in the cricket and, and enjoy yourself. Yeah, I'm sure the locals will love that. I mean, there's been a bit of talk on this side of the country with with you know some of the crowds for Perth Test matches in recent years. Has there been a bit of talk locally about maybe it's just been a little bit disappointing so far that uh, we haven't had great crowds for Test cricket at the Perth Stadium? Yeah, I think that's something that, that needs to be looked at, I mean, uh, and has been looked at. I mean, you've got to take into account a number of things too that, that due to reasons we don't need to go into, everyone's aware of through mm. the COVID situation, yeah. Perth was a pretty tough place to get out of let alone get into um so but that's all all in um that's all in the past so that that definitely uh well took test cricket off the landscape for a little bit we we then sort of been given a couple of uh i would say not so high profile test matches yeah um, west indies aren't the glamour team anymore it's fair to say no that's right so um so it, it, it's just trying to make sure that um we stimulate the interest in the game or kept maintain the interest i, I think I think wherever you go, the, the, the test numbers, as far as attendances, can be pretty wobbly. Um, you know, we know the iconic series of Ashes and, and most likely India are the ones where they bankroll the big numbers, uh, and the other ones uh, around the world can go, you know, up and down, and um, Perth's not immune to that. So 
hopefully we can create the environment that people want to get along and, and be a part of. It, clearly, it's not going to fill out a 60,000-seat stadium. Um, that's not, I don't think, anyone in anyone's um, sense of reality, but certainly creating an environment that people want to go along and, and, and maintain that. I think there's always a passive love and following of Test cricket. It's always on in the background at mm. home through the summer. It is one of the sounds of summer, so... Um, whether it's radio or um, or on TV, uh, so hopefully people can um, convert that into wanting to go out there and make that environment at Perth Stadium, bring the traditions of the WACA um, for the men's games to to Perth Stadium, and and also the other thing that Australia have in the women's format is a Test match in Perth as well, which will be played at the WACA, which is fantastic. So that history and heritage continues. Do we underestimate on this side of the country, Gilly, how much? You know, Western Australians and Perth people just love the Wacker, and therefore there is a bit of a transition stage across to to the new Perth Stadium. Perhaps, yeah, yeah. I think the um, the Wacker was so iconic, wasn't it? Not just uh, as far as a, a state um, facility, uh, but, but within Australia yeah. and and globally, there was cricketers around the globe you know Alan Donald springs to mind that all he ever wanted to do grow, growing up was bowl fast the whacker which he did do one day actually he hit me right in the head but, um, <laughs> um, yeah because that's the iconic status that it, it had around the cricketing world so um, I think the pitch where you know we're seeing signs of the pitch that is now in Perth Stadium showing all the characteristics of the old whacker fiery wicket um, so, you know, Pat, I think what, what's happening this summer with the, the Hill and, um, and and the West Test being branded with, a, I guess, from a marketing point of view and an awareness point of view, hopefully that that does bring not just new people in, but, but, but the older patrons that do love the Wacker to come over and, and, and try it out at Perth Stadium. Talking to Adam Gilchrist, Australian cricket legend and Fox cricket commentator. Before I get on to the Aussies' win over England on Saturday night, uh, Gilly, India just look... Absolutely awesome at the moment. I mean, they destroyed South Africa last night, who have been, you know, the second best team in this World Cup, clearly. I mean, can you see them being beaten? It's looking like... uh, It looks unlikely, but I can see it happening. It's possible. There's no doubt about that. Um, You you get to the knockout stages, which is effectively just the semi and and the final. They're the two cutthroat games, aren't they? So... uh, there's a chance that they could stumble if if someone uh, posts a big score. It was interesting, the tactics of India. Um, I think the moment they won that toss and batted, it was always going to be uh, tough for, for South Africa coming bad. It's been well documented that South Africa loved the bat first. I, I, I wondered whether India might even sent them in mm. and allowed them to, to play their South Africa, their, their game plan, almost save what happened last night for potentially a knockout game, a semi or a final. Uh, I know you can't dictate the toss. It's always a bit of a lottery. Well, it is a lottery, but um, almost do the reverse psychology and say, okay, we'll let you play your game and and maybe we'll still win given the balance that we've got and the ability that India have. Um, Yeah, but they they decided to bury them. (laughs) And and they did that. A bit concerning in this... uh, Well, was it concerning? I don't know what... Just the blowout results yeah. have been extraordinary, um, and not just the, you know, normally we see those sort of numbers three four, three thirty playing eighty when it used to be, you know, England versus Holland or Australia versus Namibia or someone like that. But we're seeing mm. top level nations just blowing each other apart. 
Um, and you know, everyone sort of thought that it's a it's a bat second sort of tournament with Jew coming in, and that's what you do. You send the opposition in, but geez, it's backfired on a few teams. And now it seems all almost old school. Certainly, India's approach: get them on the board, um, and then come out with a, an absolute world-class bowling lineup that they've just got every base covered. So they are the form team, but yeah, uh, it, it is possible that someone can knock them over on, on any given day. In his own words, our own Jared Waitley labelled this England side as graceless pillocks earlier today. What have you made of their demise in this tournament? And I know you wicket keepers like to stick together, but what do you make of Johnny Bairstow going out first ball? <laughs> Yeah, the, the smile, the laughter on uh, Mitchell Stark's face probably said it all. But, um, <laughs> gee, they keep offering stuff up, don't mm. they, for, for us to critique. But um, oh, I can understand Joe Root pre-game saying, you know, in, in public space, wants to support his team and show that they're unified. So he said, I'd take my team over the Aussies any day. But I, I, I didn't sort of see the full extended quotes of that whether he's talking about this particular one day group or England cricket or whatever it may be but um, it's just, just interesting things that you know come out um, at uh, about all this you know and Stuart Broad you know he's retired now he can say what he wants but he's still mm. still doing all his interviews and his victory lap um, talking about various things what happened at Lords and how he was embarrassed by it, but it doesn't look like he's that embarrassed the way they're sort of still talking about it. And um, and it was Ben Stokes who said, we're not talking about the Ashes. But um, yeah, it's it's a, it's interesting. And, and there's clear, what, what it looks like is there's clearly uh, no love lost between the player groups. It's, it's been pretty heated for a while. And um, I suspect both teams just want to get on and play cricket. And Australia... Is playing better cricket than England at the moment. Um, simple as that. So the Aussies would have enjoyed that, um, but you know they've got to focus on the whatever's left at hand now. Yeah, not much for England to uh, look forward to for the rest of the tournament. But the Aussies basically qualified for the semi-finals now. Got matches against yep. Afghanistan and Bangladesh coming up. If Glenn Maxwell is available this week, who do you think makes way for him in that in that lineup? Oh, probably Cam Green, mm. I guess. Um. Yeah, and then yeah, Wenders. Not sure what Mitch Marsh's movements are. By the way, when I'm not sure if, if they've stated yet when, when, if and when he might get back to the group. But um, uh, yeah, certainly if Max is available, he's got straight back in there. And I, I would think it's Cam Green at the moment. And then uh, because Max's bowling's been exceptional as well. Um, so you're not you're not losing out either way there with bat or ball. Adam Zamp has been in magnificent form uh, all tournament, uh, man of the match performance. Overall, I mean, the Aussies have won five matches in a row now. They've got themselves there. They're going to play in the semi-finals. But do you still feel like collectively we're a little bit off our best still and we're going to have to find another level if we're to beat an India or a South Africa in a semi? Uh, look, the batting's been pretty good. Um, people have been a bit... Uh, a bit disappointed with the middle or lower middle order when you know the the, the top two get partnerships of 270 and 170. <laughs> not <laughs> Makes often, it tough. Not mm. often. It's not often in limited overs cricket where the entire batting unit fire, because typically if if your top two or three have done what what Davy and and Mitch and then Travis coming in have done, 
you, you come in. I mean, Glenn Maxwell said it himself in Bangalore when um, after batting behind Mitch and 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 Davey, what two hundred and seventy odd or whatever against Pakistan, you, you just eyes are rolling a little bit, and you're too eager to you know you feel like oh well it must be five hundred on here. I mean, so no one's ever got five hundred. <laughs> They've got close, and that'll happen. But um, yeah, it's it's not often that that every batter. Uh, goes out mm. there and absolutely nails it. So I, I think we've got to not get too greedy. Um, <laughs> the, the batting unit's been exceptional. Warner's been, you know, hitting the ball as cleanly as as ever. Um, you know, he's he's taken some opportunities that have been afforded to him and, and absolutely cashed in on them. Uh, so, and the bowling Zamp has really clicked in the gear now. He's starting to dominate and. Oh, I'm comfortable enough with the bowling that that's there, so I I, I think they're you know they're, they're, there's been a few performances where it's been a little bit one or two out without a complete team performance, but again I just don't think it that happens all that often in white version cricket where you where you get absolute everyone clicking at the one time, so they they're building nicely and they'll be pretty pretty confident that Afghanistan have got their tails up. Mm. That could could be a little challenge depending on what the, the wicket's like and then Bangladesh um, you know they are out of it obviously well and truly but um, I'm sure they'll look to spoil the party Absolutely but uh, Aussie's got a pretty good record in World Cup semi-finals so we should have a bit of confidence mm-hmm. going in. Uh, Adam well done with everything with the West Test at the Perth Stadium uh, alongside your good mate uh, Justin Langer thanks for your time and uh, we can't wait for the, the real business end of the World Cup yeah, looking forward to it. Should be should be good to good to watch and uh, and then a big summer of cricket. Um, get along down to the West Test if you're around and get the chance, or if not, tune in on on Fox. Absolutely, reminder: catch every game of the 2023 ICC Cricket World Cup live and ad free on Foxtel and Ko. That was our cricket update. Study business at Cricket Victoria, powered by RMIT.